Chapter Twelve of the Handbook to the Rivers and Broads of Norfolk and Suffolk by George Christopher Davies. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twelve Back to Yarmouth. It was two o'clock when we hoisted a reef sail on the cutter, leaving the latener in charge of the owner, who had joined us, and it was three o'clock when we reached Acle Bridge having done the seven miles in the hour wind and tide with us we left acle at four being much delayed in lowering and raising the mast and reached yarmouth twelve miles by half-past five so we made a pretty quick passage we laid by at the ale stores for the night and were very careful to have the yacht strongly moored for the tide runs fast we were interested in the way the wherries dropped down out of the north river with lowered masts and a chain or weight out over the bows so as to retard their speed as they drifted stern first steering of course by the pressure of the faster flowing tide against the rudder we had intended to drop down in a similar way through the swing bridge just below us and to go by sea to lowestoft a distance of only eight miles but as the wind kept getting up and braden was white with foam we put off making up our minds until the morning for the disproportionate bowsprits and open wells of the river yachts are not very suitable for sea work of course we strolled upon the pier and then returned to the quayside by moonlight we found that it was dead low water and that the yacht had receded so much below the level of the quay that no plank within reach would touch her the man was in the forepeak fast asleep and it was a long time before we could wake him and then we jumped on to some wherries lying near and he brought the jolly to us we woke at times during the night and felt the boat swaying and heard the wind howling in the rigging to a very pretty tune in the morning there was no abatement and although it was off the land we shirked the wetting we should get at sea and decided to go over braden and up the waveney as the tide would not make until the middle of the morning we took the jolly and rowed down to the harbour mouth at Ballston. It is interesting to note how, for three miles, the river flows parallel with the sea, and on the average, under half a mile from it, the dividing land being nothing more substantial than shingle and sand. Deeply interesting is it, also, to read of the early struggles of the inhabitants of Yarmouth to maintain a navigable waterway sometimes the river would open a new outlet for itself and sometimes they made a new one for it and time after time the river mouth got silted up with the wearing away of this soft eastern shore even now there is often insufficient water at the bar for deeply laden vessels of ordinary size and the entrance is particularly unsafe for sailing vessels 
to enter unassisted at certain times picturesque sights abound on the river and the quays fishing smacks taking their brown nets on board from carts ranged alongside boats of every form and size hauled up on the beach vessels building and vessels in dry docks undergoing repairs a regular covey of smacks in tow of a powerful steam tug and hundreds of similar sights of deep interest to a man bitten with the joint love of the water and the picturesque end of chapter twelve